Okay, so Bar's Bahar starts off with Bahar Sinai, Neymar, and talks about Shemitah, right? So obviously, everybody, Rashi starts with the question, everybody knows, Ma'in is Shemitah, it's Har Sinai. What does Shemitah have to do with Har Sinai? Famous question, everybody talks about. We're going to get to there. Then we have a whole list of things that talk in Bar's Bahar, all about your fields, Shemitah, you can't work your fields, houses, if you sell it, and the money comes back to you, and you lose it. And the, the Batalavim and, and, and Avodim, whole list of things. So there's a Rashi at the end of the parsha that says like this. Rashi says, the parsha said on the Seder. There's a Seder th- to the parshas. And the Seder goes like this somebody is, he warns on Shrius, he warns, Terror warns about Shemitah. And if you have jealousy about money, you want money, you, you want money a lot. And your next shot, people are worried. You're, you're, you're suspected for not keeping shvius. You end up selling all your, all your, all your, all your metalton, all your, all your movable objects. Yeah. And then if you, if you keep on doing, if you don't do tshuva, you're going to sell your land. If you don't do tshuva, you're going to sell your house. If you don't do tshuva, you're going to sell your, you're going to be borrowed with ribis. You don't do tshuva still, you're going to sell yourself, and then not known to a guy, you're going to sell yourself to a, down to a yid, you're going to sell yourself to a guy, and it's ever to a guy. So, we have a whole Seder Advarim, why this parsha is the way it is, why it's set up the way Bahari is set up. But what is it teaching us? And then we have Bukhkaisai, obviously, which Bukhkaisai is the parsha of the Brachas and Kholas. Yeah, it's a hard parsha to learn, it's a hard parsha to read. But the bunch of tells us if you go with my chukais, if you go with my taira, you'll be good. If you don't, I avoid. That's all the colors. Okay. So now that we got a quick overview of the parsha, what is the parsha teaching us? So the first thing we have to realize is that when we got to this point already, the parsha Bahar, after coming to the whole Vayikra, so we really, really realize. All the mitzvahs that we have to do, we realize how we have to be separate from everybody else. Now the Rebbeinu is telling us a separate message, a new message. And the message starts at Har Sinai. The Kliyakar says that where does all the Kedusha Shemitah come from? Where does Kedusha Shemitah come from? Kliyakar says a fascinating thing. He says the Kedusha Shemitah came from Har Sinai. After Harsinai, after we got the Torah, and on Harsinai, obviously, there was Kedusha. We couldn't go into the heart. We couldn't do anything with the heart at the, at the mountain at the time of Kabbalah's Torah. So that Kedusha, to make a Zikarin of Mamre Harsinai, yeah, so that Kedusha went to Eretz Yisrael for Shemitah. Which brings us to a very interesting aside. Brings us to the aside. That Shemitah is bring us back to Matan Torah. What happened to Matan Torah? Matan Torah became Avadim Hakadosh Baruch Hu, became freedom from this world. This world became a secondary thing to the real world. If you want to get to Elam Haba, we only live in this world in order to get to Elam Haba. We can't get to Elam Haba living in the next in in an Elam Haba world. In order to get to the reward that we want to get to, we need to use this world the proper way. 
So therefore, the Rebbeinu is teaching us that the lesson is that we have to realize that we're really transient in this world. And that's what Shemitah tells us. You never heard of such a concept. I mean, you guys aren't farmers, but to live in a world, to live in a farm, and not to take care of it, on purpose, just to leave it, not because of the health of the field, which you wouldn't even leave that for a full year, maybe you leave that for a few months, but you can't touch it, nothing. That's not normal. It's out of this world. It's a thing that shows us that somebody could give the Shemitah, the Yibari Kayach, the people, if you look around, the farmers who keep Shemitah and sit and learn the year of the Shemitah, which is coming up next year, Be'ez Hashem. So that's a very big deal. It's an unbelievable thing. We don't understand it because we're not a farmer. We don't look at our field and say, well, what am I doing? My field is just dying. Right, so we, okay, we we feel it by the various fruits we eat. If you're here next year, you have to be careful on some fruits. You could eat some fruits you can't eat. You have to eat it with kedusha shvius, or you buy fruits that come from the Arabs, meaning outside of Israel. So we don't really feel it as much. But if you go to the fields and you look at the farmers' fields and you look, and talk to the farmers, you realize that it's a big, big koyach. To be able to say, I'm not touching it. If somebody gives up his business. He walked away for it for a whole year. Closes the door, locks the door, walks away. A whole year, I'm not touching my business. By the end of the year, you won't have a business left. But by Shemitah, when it comes the next year, we have bracha. Because the Bunchim says, when you realize that this is my world, and you're just puppets who, are, who are, look like you're running the world, but really, I run the show. So you have bracha. There are many, many stories about the brachas that came from keeping Shemitah. And so on and so forth, all things in this week's parsha. A house. A person has an evid. It's all things that show us, listen, Rebbe says, if you live in this world properly, great, then you realize that this house is not your house, and therefore, after a certain amount of time, he can, he can buy it back from you. Because when you bought it, he has a right to what's called beguile it, to redeem it back. Because it's not really your house. It's really his house. It's not really his house. It's really the guy before him. However it works. It's all the, I can redeem it back. I, I'm not living really on my house. An evid. If you don't learn the lesson, you become an evid. What's an evid? An evid means I have, no, I have a master. I'm not my own person. If you, you don't have to become an evid. You can own an evid. But the concept of evid is the realization of, it's not ours. I have nothing. I have, I'm nothing. Everything I get is from the Vanishland. There is nothing that I have that's mine. And that's the concept of after we get the realization of, of that we're, we're, we're separate from, the, we're separate from the, the Gentiles, we also have to realize our world is separate. We don't live in this world. What do we live in this world for? That's Bechukaisa. That's why this part got together. In Bechukaisa Telechu, Dr. Ashi, Shamilim Batayra. If we're sitting and learning Torah, if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, our job in this world is learning Torah. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't go to work. But what's the main goal and what's your secondary goal? If your main goal is your work and your secondary goal is, okay, I'll give you a few minutes to, to a share, then that's not living in this world. 
because that's, that's being a part of this world, being way too sucked into this world. But if our main goal, goal is Limanat Taira, and you're right, I have to go to work. But what I want to do is I want Limanat Taira. My real Ratzin is Limanat Taira. My real Ratzin is to be able to be a Yid that Kosh Baruch will look at me and say, ah, there's a, there's, there's a good son of mine. So you get all the brachas. Mamish get all the brachas. The bunch will 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 range will throw down shefa bracha on you. And if you don't do that, if you're not a man batayra, that's when that's when all the problems happen. And what's the reason for all the colors? The klala, it's not really a kashbaba doesn't curse us. It's called the klalis. A kashbaba doesn't curse us, Khashishallah. Pasuk doesn't say a klal. Pasuk be imlois tishmuli, but lois sas was coming to say eloi. If you didn't listen to me and you didn't do all the mitzvahs, if you hated my chukais, you hate my mitzvahs to masu. You didn't like my chuk, my my commands, my laws. And mishpatei tigal nafshechem. And you didn't. Your your nefesh was was disgusted by my mishpatim not to do not to do my mitzvahs. Meaning, it's if you you start off with loisishmoli, start with you're not being alam b'tayra. What's going to happen? You're not going to do the mitzvahs. What's going to happen? My chukim are going to become disgusting by you. My mishpatim are going to become gross. And then the Bible says, so then this world's going to backfire on you. It's not that it's a klolo. The world backfires. Enemies chase us. Plagues and pestilence, which are normal things that happen in the world, but they come to us. You're right, some of the things are not going to be normal. You're going to eat, that's not normal. But it's the world backfiring. Because the world is here to serve us as what? If we're Amun Batera and we do the mitzvahs and we serve Hashem the way He wants us, the world works for us. And if we don't do that, the world backfires. Against us, and that's where the problems happen. So we have to realize the end of the whole vayikra and avoda and avoda of how we're getting close to Hashem after matan Torah, and avoda of all the steps we're taking to be able to come close. Like Gosh Baruch, Gosh Baruch says, "Yeah." And the last step is you have to realize that not only yourselves but with your surroundings. Your your Olam your world, has to be looked at with a different light. It's not your world. It's my world. And you're here just to be able to get the Torah Mitzvahs. Just to be able to get Tzachar and Haba. That's why you're here. So I'm giving you Shemitah. That's going to be your biggest lesson. One year, leave everything. Just don't do any work. Just sit back and relax with Torah. A year of Limanat Torah. And with that, we'll be able to realize that you know that that fortifies us for the next six years of work, the next six years of realization that Kadosh Baruch Hu is feeding us and clothing us, He gives everything we need on a constant basis. And that's in If we go to Chukas, if we're Amun if we realize that Limanatayra is the main goal in this world, then we get all the brachas. If you realize that has to be our main goal. Even when we go out to work, even when we're going to school, that's because I need to do that. 
What's my goal? My goal is to finish us. My goal is to know Shulchan Aruch Baal That's my goal. What do I have to do on the side? I got to do a business. And there's been many businessmen that I know that have been doing this for years. They, they have a business. But they, they, make, they end up learning four hours a day. Two in the morning, two in the evening, Eun Seder, Bikia Seder. They're learning four hours a day. You're right, they'd be most nervous for it. They're tired, they're exhausted. They have to stand up and jump up and down in order to stay awake learning. But their kids see that that's their goal. The kids see, their wives see, the neshama feels that that's my real goal. That's who I want to be. I need to be sitting and learning. And people at 50, my grandfather, 50 years old, he came from the war, came to America, built a business, electronics business. At 50 years old, he decided, enough, gave up his business, sat and learned for the next 30 years. Enough. 50 years old, it's enough, I'm finished. I'm not working anymore. Not that he didn't learn before, he was always learning. But I'm finished now. I'm finished my business, my business, I'm closing up my business, sitting and learning. Because that was his goal. And that's the Parshish Chazak. We're finishing Parshish Sefer Vayikra. Shalvi Chazak, Chazak, Vinish Chazak, Beis Hashem, we should do a bunch of us, give us a lot of chizuk. Everything that's been going on this year. You should be able to say Chazak, Chazak, Vinish Chazak. Have a great.